and welcome to the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host, Joe Milmine, and this is episode 42, an interview with Justina Lokoska. Hello and welcome to the show everybody. I hope you're all well since last time I spoke to you. Today is Monday the 12th of April 2015 and I'm back again with an interview for you that was recorded at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. Today the interview is with Justina Lorkowska and for those of you who aren't familiar she's a Polish designer with a wide variety of um, designs in her back catalogue, ranging from little newborn baby beanies all the way up to beautiful cabled and textured garments. Her style is generally about the cable and the texture and she's another one of these designers where you don't necessarily realise how many of your favourite patterns she has designed until you look at them all together in one place. She's just released a new pattern in the last couple of weeks called Floric and I'm sure you will have seen it because it's been all over Twitter which is a cardigan and on the back there is a twisted rib detail um, cinching in at the waist and then going back out again which is really pretty but she's also responsible for a variety of other patterns and in just in my favourites in, in my library I found the Alicia Beth cardigan which is a beautiful cabled um well faux cabled the, the tiger eye cables um cardigan with buttons down the front with a scoop neck which is lovely it's been in my queue for ages there's Alice in Wonderland which is a short sleeved um top with buttons again at the, uh, at the front and a textured detail around the top of the yoke if you will there's Fickle Heart, which is a lovely hoodie, and for the little kiddies, there's Goldilocks. She does have two small children, and they are her muses in a lot of respect, respects in terms of, of her designs. So she has a range of designs that for grown-ups, for the ladies, some for men as well, um, but a lot of the garments in particular are for um, are for women, and they are lovely. Um, if you're looking for kind of a textured or cabled uh, piece, then she's definitely someone you're going to want to be checking out. And she has quite a lot of patterns for the littler people in our lives. And um, I've already knitted some of them myself. And there's definitely a few more gone in the queue since uh, researching her prior to Edinburgh. As I said, we got together at Edinburgh Yarn Festival. And as you heard on the previous uh, episode, number 40, where I interviewed Stephen West, uh, the acoustics weren't particularly good. And it was quite loud in terms of background noise. Now, during Justina and I's interview, uh, we had to move location three times. And um, as such, there will be a change in levels and ambient noise as we move from one place to another. I hope this won't be too distracting for you. Um, The setup for recording was not really how it had been planned to be or foreseen to be. Um, unfortunately this time hopefully that will be rectified next time Um, then we can get a lot more interviews for you for next year 
Um, but it's still, you know, it's still quite, quite, quite listenable to. It's um, really interesting. What I would say about Justina is, is she's smaller in real life than I expected, <laughs> unlike Kate Davies. Um, she's quite a petite lady, uh, but she's lovely. She's got a massive smile all the time, and she's just got a really warm and friendly personality, um, which was something that struck me. I mean, there's loads of lovely people who are knitting, etc., but she, in particular, came across as being really warm. Um, she what is trained as a primary school teacher. Maybe it's that. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe she is just really lovely. Um, but I very much enjoyed chatting to her and getting her opinion on things and um, I'm looking forward to sharing it with you guys now. So I suggest you get yourself a martini or something else suitably glamorous for a Monday and uh, we'll crack on with the interview. Super. Well, thank you very much for agreeing to come and and have an interview, Justina. Oh, thank you much for having me. That's okay. It's great to have you on the show and to see you in Edinburgh. Um, So, for those who aren't familiar with you and your work, can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to be interested in all things Yarny? Um, Well, first of all, I come from Poland and I live in Torun and um, I came here for the festival and uh, for Vicky, of course, from Eden Cottage Yarns. And I started designing um, by accident, actually, because um, I used to be a teacher for many years, um, a teacher of English, and I studied, uh, I taught in um, elementary school and in private school. And probably like most of us, when I had kids, I, you know, recall that, hmm, in the past, I used to knit. (laughs) So so that's what I did. You know, I made a small vest for my um, toddler back then, um, for my son, who was like, I don't know, a year and a half. And um, I could only probably knit and do a little bit of purling, but mostly stockinette. And back then, my, my, I wasn't designing, I was just making some kind of a vest and it was seamed. Can you mm-hmm. imagine that? Who seams right now? <laughs> and um, it was made in acrylic, right? Mm. So I made it and then I went online and I googled different things and I found out that there is a whole new world out there of knitters. I found Raverly mm. and that was it. It clicked and then I started making um, things that were designed by other people mm-hmm. until I finally started making things that were my own and um, actually it really started when I published a hat for Petite Pearls. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, because they're closed right now, it was an online magazine for kids, yeah. American. And I liked it, and more and more people started asking for some designs or some, some things that I made, like, Justin, you should write it down, and I started writing it down and started making things for myself, started making accessories and garments, and now it's become quite serious, mm-hmm. and um, I'm not going, going to be teaching anymore, probably. Well, definitely not English. <laughs> maybe, maybe some knitting stuff, right, mm-hmm. but not English, and I really, really like it. And probably this is something that I really want to do right now. And I really love the fact that I don't have a boss. I'm the only boss, right? So if I do something wrong, I can be only angry with me. Mm -hmm. And I really love it and want to keep keep doing it as long as possible. Oh, brilliant. So um, 
what was the tipping point then? Because obviously it seems like you're just coming up to that point where something you've done for more for a fun thing has gone into a business and probably now a full-time um, venture. Well, probably, you know, after this hat, uh, but then it was, you're right, there, there was a little bit of playing, you know, with mm -hmm. designing and I wasn't really serious. But then some people, you know, started asking me, like, Yusuna, would you design something using my yarn? And, and I also started looking for some yarn support because um, there aren't many yarnies in Poland. Mm -hmm. There's just one girl and that's it, right? So I started looking elsewhere. And I, my first collaboration was with Tani's. Yes. Yes, Tani's Fiber Arts. And I saw that it's really, really nice to collaborate with someone and... Yeah. Um, First of all, you get to get the yarn you want. Mm -hmm. not, not that's something that you know that's there in the update, and you yeah. have to pick and choose. And I found that that, that is something I like, and um, both of us are really happy with with the collaboration, right? And more and more people started asking, and then you know, then you have deadlines, and hmm, it's becoming a job actually. You know, when you have deadlines, and there are people that rely on you, and you rely on them. Yeah. And um, so it's not, well, it is fun, right, mm. still, but it's become serious and that's how it's become a job, right? And now when I make things, most of them are either, you know, collaborations or something that is planned beforehand, right? Yeah. From time to time, I do have a tendency to just cast on and make something that's somewhere up in my head. But most of the stuff right now is just plans and have, planned and has deadlines. Yeah. But I like it. Ah, so you don't find that deadlines affect your creativity? Um, a little bit, maybe, but not in a bad way. You know, well, deadlines definitely make it faster, mm. and they, they, if you get a deadline, you, you make it, actually, mm. right? But if you don't have a deadline, I see that I have a tendency like, oh, so maybe this idea is wrong, so I'm going to wait a little bit longer, and then I wait, and I wait, and I wait. Yeah. <laughs> and the design is published like a year, a year later. I do have one, one sweater that I made uh, a year ago, and it's still not published, right? Because there are some other things coming, and um, this one is sort of waiting, and, well, it's being worn by me all the time. <laughs> but there are people coming to me, like, asking, like, oh, where are, when are you going to publish it? Yeah, it's in the making. It's going to testers very, very soon. <laughs> yeah, but you know. So and also the um, when you des design without a deadline, you can just let go. You don't really have to sketch, and you don't really feel pressed when you need to rip the whole thing, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So this is this is a little bit better. Yeah, but I like both ways. I mean, it turns out I like all the stuff I make. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. So, um, what does the average day look like then for you? Well, since um, my younger kid is with me all the time, um, well, basically when we get up, my husband takes my son to kindergarten and we stay. I stay with my daughter. And we just, you know, make breakfast and Typical day, boring day, not of a knitter, but of a mum. Yeah. So you do the laundry, you make dinner, you make lunch, actually, you, you go for a walk, and you then, if you get a chance, sit in front of the computer and reply to some emails, or yeah. at least read them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you wait, you know, uh, until, say, 4 p.m., I go and pick up my son, 
and then kids have a time when they play together. Yeah. So yeah. it's getting more relaxed. Mm. Yeah. So I basically I work in the evening mm. uh, when everybody's either asleep or doing their own things, and um, and my friend, you know, she asked me like, Christina, when do you have time to knit and, and to, to work? Actually, well, in the evening. Oh yeah, you're right. I noticed, you know, the time when you reply. <laughs> it's like almost yeah. mid midnight. Yeah, this is the time when I can actually focus and nobody is pulling me away from the computer, right? Yeah. Like, mommy, I want this, I want that. But in September, Agnieszka, my daughter, is going to a kindergarten too, so yeah. Then I'm going to actually work in the day. Yes. <laughs> Hobby novel. Yeah. Do they hold your knitting for you? Do they hold the wool? Uh, yes. Well, every time I get a parcel from, from a yarny or from a store, she's the first one to get it. And, and she, you know, she's asking, like, is it for me? <coughs> well, again, not yet, but possibly in the future. Then I open the parcel and she, you know, she grabs the skeins and, and cuddles them. Like, oh, mommy, this is so soft. I want it. A hat, a dress. Like, yeah, maybe at some point. <laughs> Honey, well, give it to me, you know. We don't want to unwind it right now. <laughs> so, yeah, but, you know, they... When they, right now when they see me knitting, they don't think, well, mommy is knitting, they think mommy is working. Yeah. yeah so, so for them it's a little bit different. And it's so normal, you know, and when they see on a cartoon or somewhere like, oh, this, this lady is mommy, see, she's working just like you. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really cool, actually, you know, yeah. to, to be a child with knitting parents. And mm. just like you showed your, your son, right? Yeah. Well, he's brought up with yarn. Since, you know, being a kid, so he's going to be in it probably in the future. I'm not sure if he will. She, because I have a little girl as well, and she definitely will, because I've trained her to hold the ball, because she wanted to hold the wool, and trained her not to um, unwind too much of it. And she sees it's cartoons, and there's a cat playing with the ball. Exactly. You mustn't play with the knitting. Exactly. I'm like, that's right. Don't <laughs> touch the knitting. Exactly. <laughs> so this is, you know, we are teaching all the good stuff with <laughs> our kids. <laughs> They do have a, a little ball of um, drops that I let them play with, a little ball of mustard-coloured drops that they kind of wrap around the couch. Oh, oh yes. We, we went through that phase too. Yeah. You know when I had a small ball of Wojtek and my son, mm. he used to go around the whole living room, you know, <laughs> making pathways or web. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, good, it's acrylic only. <laughs> I would cry if he took some merino. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. But it's only drops, it's not expensive. <laughs> yeah. Please don't touch any of the things in this bucket. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, so, um, can you talk us through like your design process um, when you come to a new garment or a new shawl or accessory? How does it all kind of start and progress? Um, mostly starts with either a sketch or just the yarn. Yeah. Um, sometimes, um, well, I've made a couple of shawls, for example. Uh, the shawl I brought here. I made for Vicky, um, uh, Ashling. Yeah. Um, this one actually started with a sketch that was, well, it looks like the shawl, but um, I don't really have the idea what kind of stitch patterns I would use. Yeah. I mean, I knew what I would use for the body, but not for the border. And it just, when I had the sketch, I tried to make it as close as possible. Yeah. And it worked out perfectly. But sometimes there are designs um, which I have in my head. Mm. Uh, like I have a black um, black shawl I made in a uh, colorette adventures yarn. It's called Sacred Shawl. Yeah. Cholette. 
and I knew I wanted to mix Estonian lace with some kind of well contemporary stitch, which is garter, mm. and. I wanted to have a different shape and I cast on and I made almost the whole shawl I put it on the floor it's like hmm I don't really like it and I ripped the whole thing <laughs> and my husband was like oh, what are you doing woman I mean chill take a chill pill it's gonna be okay and then you know when it clicked I made it in a day. I just yeah. sat down in the morning and I bound off at night and it was ready. And sometimes um, it happens like that, you know, that you just make a shawl and you rip in the middle of it because there's something not working. You have it in your head, you don't really want to sketch because it doesn't work if you sketch. <laughs> you have it in your head at that point. And sometimes it starts with just a sketch. So mostly collaborations start with a sketch. Yeah. So um, when, when you when you talk to the RD, you, you sometimes you need to propose something. So so sketch a couple of ideas. But sometimes some of the yarnies give you you know a free hand that you get the yarn and just play with it. Yeah. And you know I start playing with it and there is a stitch pattern that I see and I want to put it on a sweater or there is a shape that I see somewhere for example um, like the dropped shoulder like you know the dolman sleeves yeah yeah and and you see it and you want to try it and it either clicks or not yeah. <laughs> and you either have something really cool or not <laughs> yeah so so basically it starts with the sketch or the yarn mm. but it's you get the most fun from, from it when you just play with it. Yeah. Even if you rip like five times. Yeah. <laughs> That's the beauty of knitting, isn't it? You can just rip it out. Yeah. It yeah. I finally understood that this is the part of the process, mm. right? So, because initially I was getting angry, like, oh, I don't want to rip it. Then my husband comes to me, like, Christina, you get to pay. You know, you get paid for ripping. This is your job. Yeah. You rip so that other, other knitters don't rip. So stop complaining. Just get, you know, get to work. And then I say, yeah, this is part of the process, you know, and that's it. And you have to get good yarn <laughs> so it doesn't get messy after ripping five yeah, times. Exactly. <laughs> that's the only thing you need to care about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so going on from that then and talking about ripping things out, um, no kind of journey as a business lady or a designer or a mom or anything else really goes that smoothly and sometimes things happen. Um, and things don't go to plan. Can yeah. you think of a time that happened and what you learn as a result of something not going to plan? Well, um, I do have a show and it didn't really go as planned at all. Again, I had a shape in my head and I was working on it. It's a, it's a show, uh, The Vampire. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it. It's a, it looks sort of a you know, like the bat wings. Yeah. And it was not planned at all. Mm. I mean, in my head, it was supposed to look sort of like a wing, and I ripped it five times, and um, it's a short row shawl. Mm -hmm. And so I learned definitely how to pick up my wraps perfectly yes. <laughs> the fifth time. <laughs> and I learned that, well, short, short rows are really, really awesome, mm -hmm. and you can get so many shapes using them and uh, and then afterwards you get a really really nice design that you really wasn't you were really weren't planning to um, so and also they teach you how to be humble yeah you know the ripping uh, that well 
don't get nervous and also knitting should, should be mostly about fun mm -hmm. right so if you accept that ripping is learning something new it's learning how the yarn reacts in your needles right yeah. Um, what the stitches look like and because sometimes you may use lace, sometimes you may use cables and you rip because it doesn't look the way you want it to do. Right? Yeah. So and it te teaches you how to be humble and not to get nervous. Like you know, everybody probably also they come to you and say, Oh, you must be so patient, you know, that you're a knitter. Yeah. Like, well, no, I'm not. You should know me in real life. I'm absolutely not no. patient. <laughs> yeah, but it's you need I mean, it teaches you how to be humble and how to be patient, right? Yeah. Not that you are, yeah. initially. <laughs> so this is really, really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And even within this, you don't need to, you know, there's different people who can just be freeform and just, just play with stuff. And then there yeah. are people who are just like, I want this and I want to knit it and I don't want anyone distracting me. I want this thing and yeah. I'm going to just knit that. Yeah, exactly. So, so ripping is good. Ripping is good. Well, according to Westy, ripping is not good. He never rips anything out. Really? He, that's what he said. He doesn't rip anything. He just merely flings it to one side and picks something else up. I think we've got a lot in common. Huh. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I, I made a sweater, um, a pink, you know, for, for, for the collection I published last year. Oh, yeah. And I made the whole sweater. And, you know, I stood in front of the mirror. Like, I don't like it. And I ripped the whole thing. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing. It was, you know, the yarn was cut because I was alternating. Yeah. And my mother-in-law, she was like, oh, what are you doing? You have the whole sweater. Like, mom, mm -hmm. I need to do it. Yeah, and I, I can't really imagine just leaving it there and, you know, lying there around and waiting to be finished. No. Don't come <laughs> no, to my no. house. Ripping is good. <laughs> so which other knitwear uh, designers inspire you and why? Um, I definitely love uh, Suvi Simolo, Simolo, I think it's her name, um, and Vera Valimaki, right? Yeah. Because, well, they are very, the aesthetics are really nice because they are simple, right? Yeah. And um, I've noticed that um, I'm more and more inclined to making simple things. Like, yeah. I'm not brave enough to make the whole sweater, you know, in stockinette because basically I get bored in the middle of it. <laughs> so um, I try to put a detail here and there, um, but you know, the clean lines, simple lines, and they are really, really nice. Um, I absolutely love uh, what Jared Flood is doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, their, their aesthetics also. Um, I love playing with color. So, well, Steven is a great, you know, um, teacher of how to play with color. And how to get out of the box. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are anyone else right now? Uh, but mostly it's the, the color, you know, the yarnies. Mm. Uh, not the designers, like, you know, that they put different colors together and then the pastels and like Vicky. Mm -hmm. She's so good at pastels. Yeah, she does understated very well. Oh, brilliantly, yeah. And sometimes you go, in, you know, into saturate, saturated colors also. Mm -hmm. I do have a couple of friends who, who make pretty yarns like that. Um, but it's not that, you know, the, the designers, it's everything around, probably. Also the knitters, yeah. just people around. And um, I do love also Willie Warmhead. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm a huge fan. She, she's wonderful, and the hats she can make, like, 
whatever she makes is awesome. Yeah, yeah, she's very good. And she's a she's a wonderful person. Yeah. Yeah. Lover. Oh. Yeah, you know, in Brighton, I was like, oh, I have to take a picture really? with you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Oh. So, um, which one thing do you know now, do you wish you had known when you first picked up a ball of yarn? Mm. That Kashmir pills. He's a rock star, like Kashmir pills, darling. <laughs> I mean, I know everybody, you know, they love Kashmir, but I'm just, you know, just a merino girl, and uh, you know, I'm a mom, and you're a mom, so you probably know it. Like, you want something that it's, you know, durable, that wears well. Yeah. Especially if you you can put it into the washing machine. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, and yeah, Kashmir peels. <laughs> um, I do also something you should def every knitter should know that well you do need to swatch and you do need to swatch silk. Oh. Yeah, because silk has a tendency to grow a lot, right? And it's heavy. And um, now I'm getting uh, more and more drawn to wool, like typical rustic wool. So probably Mary knows like here. <laughs> I've heard enough of it. Um, but what should I? What would I change? What, what would I? What should I know? But sometimes you're in bleed, but you're peel, pills. And hmm, to check the yardage every time you buy yarn, and to check the lot. Yes, that you need to alternate. <laughs> so. These are the things I, I tell knitters in Poland, like, you guys need to alternate, you know? Mm -hmm. This is something that makes your knitting prettier, right? Yeah. You don't have this part where the bottom is darker, for example, or the sleeve, you can see where the sleeve started. Mm -hmm. If you were marooned on a desert island and you could only take one skein of yarn, what would it be and why? Oh gosh, that's a tough one. Could I take one suitcase of yarn? No, one skein. So on, it could be a long skin, like Kate Davies took some lace weight, so she could knit some Oh no, lace not lace weight, we talked about lace, it, not yeah. lace weight. <laughs> so possibly not lace weight. <laughs> well actually it might work, you know, if you're on an island, you have nothing else to do. Exactly. So I might actually, you know, start knitting lace. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so probably the lace weight, you know, because then I would have nothing else to do. Um, and probably fingering. Mm. fingering yarn because it's it's so versatile you can make a shawl with just one skein mm -hmm. right or you get yourself two skeins and different colors and you get, get a colorful shawl then you can get three skeins and you can actually make a sweater right but you only like one skein oh yeah you only oh, yeah. one skein okay. and okay. you can okay. tell us which which one it would be i got carried away it, you know who died what color it is if you can get that specific just in case you know oh gosh which color? This this is easy. Green. Green. Is that yes. your favorite color? Oh yes, very very much. <laughs> you know, if if you dove into my stash, you would see basically green, recently gray. Yeah. Um, I'm getting out of the box and I'm buying purple. Ooh. Yes, yes, yes. I used to hate purple, and now I'm also inclined to get some um, maybe orange or. Vicky has a beautiful color. It's called twig. Mm -hmm. I saw it yesterday in somebody's you know shopping bag. Like, oh, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so definitely a skein of green yarn, possibly fingering. If it was three skeins, that would be even better, but I can't. 
Um, and yarn, the, the brand. Well, right now I'm a huge fan of VK's yarn. Um, I also met uh, Fides from Sidegarte. Are you the lovely? Oh yes, How and nice I. Well, you know, I got, I got three skeins of the color green, <laughs> green yarn, and it's a it's a wonderful blend of silk and linen. Yes, it's pretty hard when you touch it, yeah. right? But I just said like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a wonderful top. Yes. So, so something on an island, so something really, really airy. And again, yeah. we come back to fingering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so probably this. So I'm really inspired by those two girls right now. Super. I'm really bad at limiting myself, as you can see. <laughs> so I have to pick more than just one. Even if I go to a store, it's like, oh my gosh, I don't want to, I, I don't know what to pick. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay, so what's your favorite? sort of go-to resource for yarn craft or business that you couldn't do without? Can you repeat the question? <laughs> well, um, what is your favourite resource, um, either for your business or for your yarn stuff that you couldn't do without? So a lot of people say Ravelry or an accountant yeah. or lockable stitch markers or... <laughs> um, also Ravelry. Mm. Yeah, because... Well, everybody's there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, if you're not there, you're 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 not existent, probably, right? So, definitely, Ravelry, and um, there are also some websites and I used to visit when I was in Poland, like yeah. some forums. Um, so Ravelry, um, then, yeah, like you said, stitch markers. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Um, a crochet hook that I use for picking up stitches. You yeah, know. yeah, yes, definitely. definitely. Um, and um, some stitch dictionaries, you know. Nice. Yes, yes, my favorite books. And um, actually, before coming here, I got some. Um, I ordered on Etsy some um, stitch dictionaries with Japanese stitch patterns. Ah, right, yeah. So much inspiration! Oh my gosh, you know, yeah. like browsing through. Oh, I want this! I want this! I want this! Oh my god, I won't be sleeping this year probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so definitely dictionaries, probably. And you know some 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 gadgets you use for for knitting, um, and probably also a whip bag. Yeah. Yeah. And you you do need to have a couple of them, you know, if you because I'm not monogamous in my knitting, mm -hmm. and so you need you do need to have a couple of them just to keep your knitting in place, especially with kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Zips and buttons. Things that are hard. <laughs> Preferably with a padlock. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, brilliant. So, where can the listeners find you on the internet and in real life? Um, in real life, um, in Torun, <laughs> 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 but um, I, I, I like traveling and I'm traveling more and more. Mm. Um, I travel a bit around Poland, uh, so Polish knitters can meet me um, in different towns in Poland, but um, I try to be uh, a visitor at festivals, right? Yeah. So last year was Brighton, this year is Edinburgh. Um, I also talked about um, other festivals this year, so uh, in Berlin, mm -hmm. I'm going to be there in May. Berlin Mits. Ah, right, okay. Yeah, there, there is going to be a festival. And uh, possibly, well, I started planning the next fall, mm -hmm. so possibly I'm just, you know, going to talk to my husband uh, about Switzerland. Oh, yeah. Yes. Kaya <laughs> yeah, um, is doing a... Well, Fidus invited me, right? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, Justin, I should come. Like, okay, I will talk to my husband and we'll, we'll see what happens, it's right? It's the first weekend, isn't it, in October? Uh, yes. Mm. I, 
the first weekend. I can't remember the date, dates exactly right now, but it's the first weekend. And I keep getting invited, you know, by, by my friends in America to Rhinebeck. Like, oh, you still know I should come. Like, yeah, um, well, that is a lot of money. <laughs> so, so, well, these are my dream places I like to go to. So I, hopefully, hopefully it work, works out. But online, um, I do have my own website, which is called lettuceknits.com. It's E-L-E-T-E-K-N-I-T-S.com. Um, and I'm on f also Facebook. Mm -hmm. There is a fan, fan page of, um, of Lettuce Knits, and um, I think it's the easiest way to get in touch with me, you know, yeah. because I'm on Facebook all the time. Uh, also, if somebody likes to, he can friend me on Facebook, just as mm -hmm. Justyna Orkowska, right? And I'm on Reverly. Mm -hmm. Not as much as I would like to right now, because I do have some deadlines that mm -hmm. I need to finish, and if I log on, then I'm not knitting. You probably yeah. know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm avoiding it, you know? Just you know, popping in from time to time on my mobile mm. to check what's happening. But uh, yeah, I'm there, so mm. definitely can find it. Find me on the Raverly website and in real life, hopefully, mm -hmm. come and say hi. And Instagram as well. Oh yes, Instagram. I forgot about this one. You yeah. know, I'm most active on Instagram, and yeah. I forgot about this one. Look, it's very cute. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, they they do love selfies, you know, and they they don't have, they don't mind if I take pictures or anything. So yeah, on on Instagram also as lettuce knits, right? So cool. Yeah, I'm, I still don't get along with Twitter. Mm. I mean, you know, I'm there, but I don't feel it at all. Yeah. Probably because you know, I used to have a blog. I mean, I do have a blog, but I'm not very active right now because of the work I need to do. Um, so I was taking a lot of pictures, you know, yeah. and um, Instagram is just perfect. You do get to have the picture and mm. a couple of words, which is what I'm good at. <laughs> So, so I probably, you can say that I moved to Instagram from my blog, but I do try to blog from time to time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, for something a little bit longer, it's fine, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, so, but you know, with kids, it's like, I start writing the post in the morning and I finish two days later. Yes. <laughs> like, oh gosh, I wanted to say so much. Yeah, and I don't auto-publish it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I end up writing like five sentences. <laughs> yeah, so Instagram rocks, really. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, do you have any um, sort of words of advice for people thinking about getting into the industry? Words of advice? Well, try to find what defines you. Yeah. Definitely, because this is something I've noticed that um, there are many designers out there, right? Mm. And, well, right now, if, you know, for knitters, it's really, really hard to pick and choose yeah. somebody they like, right? And um, I see that they feel, you know, that... Um, if somebody is really into it, yeah. if this is the person's life, yeah, so <laughs> make it something that really um, is yours, Yeah, that you know, you're knitting, it, whatever you make, your design tells, oh, this is your, this person's, right, this is this designer, mm. and um, what else, um, don't give up, I think, because, well, as I said, my I don't want to call it career because it's, you know, I don't want to be snog or anything. <laughs> but uh, my knitting adventure started by accident. Yeah. Um, so you just, if there is a chance, just grab it. Yeah. If somebody says hi, somebody wants to do something with you, just grab it and, and you know, and do as well as possible. Mm. And also um, go out there to knitters, listen to knitters because well they are your customers yeah you're yeah. making things for them 
right? So you want to be with them. You want to talk to them, smile to them, and, you know, take selfies. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is your job, actually. It's not only knitting, right? Your, your life becomes your, your job, right? So you shouldn't be afraid of using Instagram. You shouldn't be afraid of using social media, right? Yeah. Because, you know, everybody, I think, everybody's interested in your life. Yeah. yeah. yeah and this is, this is what, what's working. And try to be real. Mm. Like, you know, make your designs real. Make them, you know, shout that this is you. Um, and don't be afraid to get personal. I mean, not like, you know, very, very much, but just to, you know, to give them a little bit of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is it. And be brave. So we know. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. <laughs> so what's next for you then? What can we expect to see from you this year? Uh, well, actually, um, this year is like books, like, oh, gosh. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's really, really cool. Is there anything you can tell us about that's book this um, year? Well, I can tell you about a publication that's happening today, actually. Oh. Yeah. Th- I'm, well, my husband is actually, actually clicking publish in a couple of hours of Ashling. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Tell us about Ashling. Um, it's a collaboration I made with Vicky, especially for this festival, for Edinburgh Young Festival, and um, um, it's a shawl made in her fabulous Titus fur ply, which is an awesome yarn. I mean, so lightweight and so airy and so beautiful. And um, I picked up two skeins from, from Vicky in pastel colors, pink and blue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they were lying there in Brighton together. Like, oh, this is a shawl. Yeah. I need to have those. Like, my husband... Well, this is not your color. I don't care. I need to have those. Yes. <laughs> and they were lying there for like a year. Mm. And when I talked to, to Vicky, we decided like we would make a kit and I would make a shawl and let's go romantic. I mean, yeah. this is a shawl for a date, you know. Yeah. You wear it, you know, you go with you go out with your husband or your boyfriend or your husband to be. You make you wear this shawl and you feel pretty and romantic. That's why, you know, uh, we picked romantic colors for the kids right and um, it's sort of a crescent shape which is very wearable Mm -hmm. I noticed and it has a little bit of um, stock in it with eyelets Mm -hmm. which gives the impression of lace Mm -hmm. on the body and it has a knitted on a border yeah which is cably and lacy it's not as difficult as it looks (laughs) right uh, the, the wrong side is just knits and pearls, no decreases or anything like that, so don't worry about it. And uh, so this is the publication I have today, actually. And um, in a couple of days, um, I think we said something like about 21st of February, I'm going to publish a cardigan that um, I made with, together with C from The Uncommon Thread. Yes. Yeah, and it's a cardigan that's uh, inspired by Alicia Florick from The Good Wife. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she has, well, her stylist has perfect taste. <laughs> yeah, and it's an, it's an inspired by one of her cardigans. And um, it's very, very simple. It's contiguous because I love seamless designs and it has a thingy on the back. I don't know if you've seen it yesterday because I was wearing it yesterday. I, I was looking at the the shawl <laughs> oh yeah that's okay you were rocky well everyone was kind of pulling at the shawl whilst it was on you so. <laughs> that's okay so so that's this month um then i do have a couple of um a publication for a magazine uh, mm-hmm. yeah and it's due in um april i think 
Um, so some magazines in the future, and um, I'm doing a small collaboration with a different designer, mm -hmm. which I want to keep secret <laughs> for a while. You have to tell us all your secrets. <laughs> yeah. You can come back and tell us about it once, yeah. once we, it's we can. We can. <laughs> <laughs> and um, some collaborations, you know, some some designs for kids, um, designs for grown-ups. Uh, so I do. Oh. I definitely want to publish the design you know I made last year, and I still haven't written down. Yes. <laughs> so it's due this uh, hopefully enter summer, summer, and um, hmm, what else? And there, there are some nice, really, really things you know in yeah. the head. And um, so, and next year I would like to focus uh, more on submissions because, well, submissions take a lot of time and they have crazy deadlines. <laughs> Like you get submitted and you have a month to make it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm really busy this year, so I'm just sort of pushing the submissions away from me a little yeah. bit. But next year, I will try to work on this. And well, maybe a book in the future. Ooh. Yeah, I do have a book, you know, book plan, but um, I'm still thinking about the inspiration and what I want to say through the book. Right? Yeah. So, Sort of tie it together. Yeah. So, but this one's going to probably take more than you know a couple of months. Yes. Yeah. So, so like in a year or maybe two years, something oh. like that. Yeah. That's the plan. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah, you might just have a bit of a flurry of activity and release it in a fortnight. You never know. <laughs> well, I'm not that good. <laughs> I do it fast, but not that fast. <laughs> And one day, you know, I'm, I'm going to just sit down with the yarn without a sketch or anything and just make something. <laughs> That's also a plan, yeah. So, because there are some designs that I have on my desk, like some sketches that, you know, came to my head when I was taking a shower or falling asleep. Yeah. This is when it happens, you know, it when is, you take yeah. a shower or when you go to bed. I just, you know, draw them very, very fast. They, they look messy. I'm bad at drawing, actually. And... Um, they are there waiting, you know, for the right moment mm -hmm. uh, when the deadline's finished. Yes. <laughs> so I do have a plan, that, you know, to make them at some at some point. Yeah. Just to have fun and to design, you know, something that's, you know, in my head. Yeah. But exciting things are coming, and I'm really, really excited, you know, for the people I will be working with. Yeah. Because actually, you know, this job is so awesome. Yeah. You get to work with so many talented people. Mm. Yeah, and you get to play with yarn all the time. I know, I know, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I, I'm still, you know, I have moments when I come to my husband and I say, like, I'm so lucky. Mm. I'm so lucky that I'm doing what I'm, you know, what I love so much, mm. so much, and you know that it's actually working out. And I'm so grateful to everyone, you know, that's supporting me. Yeah, and um, because. This is really, really awesome, you know. I used to, you know, be a teacher at, at a school, right? And I love kids and I love teaching, you know, but the bureaucracy, oh, <laughs> I <yeah>. hate it. <laughs> and um, this is really, really awesome. It's like an adventure, you know, and mm. I'm waiting, you know, for it to finish. He's like, oh, you don't think about it, you know. Just do what you're doing. It's doing great. And don't think, you know, that it's going to finish one day. It's not. It's not. This is your job right now. This is your life right now. So just do it. Yeah. Yeah, I hope it works. It will, I'm sure it will. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you very much for agreeing to come. To thank you very much for having in me. three different locations. <laughs> That's okay. No, it's an absolute pleasure. It's really interesting to hear thank your you. story and your inspiration. So. Thank you, thank you so, so much. Uh, no worries.
So did you enjoy that? She's lovely, isn't she? Um, a huge thank you to uh, Justina for coming onto the show and chatting to us and uh, sharing all of her inspiration and some exciting news about what's going to be coming from her this year. The um, Ashling kit uh, is available for general purchase if you are interested in that. Um, that she mentioned a couple of times. That was the kit that she did in collaboration with Eden Cottage Yarns. That is available on the Eden Cottage website and it comes with a little uh, a little tin of flowers, flower seeds to plant to go along with your lovely romantic shawl. Um, so that's available in two colours and then there is actually a new um, add-on. So you, you don't have to use the colours suggested that they've picked out for the pattern. You can go and pick your own colours and then turn it into a kit with the little bolt-on uh, Ashton kit add-on part. So that's quite cool. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes and also there will be uh, links to everything else that was mentioned too. So you can go and check out all of that stuff. I'll put a few pictures of my favourite patterns up um, through the show notes as well and uh, head on over to Ravelry and check out all of Jacina's patterns. Well, all that remains for me to say is thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate it. Let me know what you think and uh, send through any feedback that you've got for me on the usual channels. I hope you all have a lovely week. Happy crafting and speak to you all again soon. Bye. You've been listening to the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. If you'd like to get in contact with me, you can do so via the blog, or I'm Shiny Bees on Ravelry, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest and Facebook. You can email me at shinybeesinfo at gmail.com. Music for this episode is provided via Music Alley and it is Adam and the Walter Boys and I Need a Drink. I need a drink.